that even evolution, over hundreds of millions of years, has not achieved that feat in the lineage of large animals. Invisibility, of course, could provide major advantages, and some species have been evolutionarily selected for a certain amount of transparency to adapt to their environment, for example, to avoid predators. Certain fish even lack the reddish hemoglobin protein, essentially doing without blood as most vertebrates know it, and thus achieving a modicum of invisibility. Yet even these animals cannot seem to make their central nervous systems transparent, despite intense evolutionary pressure. In partially transparent fish or shrimp, nervous systems remain at least partially opaque, Evolution can go even as far as giving up on red blood cells, but nothing, it seems, lets light move unimpeded through a large living brain. This opaque quality results from light being scattered in neural tissue. Photons bounce off interfaces of fat and water because of differences in the rate at which light travels in the two substances and in seemingly random directions because of the structural complexity of neural wiring. This effect cannot be easily engineered or evolved away. The lipid barriers that constitute cell membranes and internal structures within a brain cell also play key roles as insulating material for the ions that mediate the flow of electrical impulses along intricately intertwined axons. Ironically, the organ that biologists most need to keep intact to understand is also the one that we've been least able to render transparent. In 2009, I turned to the unresolved challenge of making the intact, mature mammalian brain transparent, while still allowing detailed labeling of diverse molecules within. By then, hundreds of labs around the world had begun using a technology my colleagues and I had developed between 2004 and 2009 for turning specific brain circuit components off and on with light. The technique, called optogenetics, combines lasers, fiber optics, and genes for light-sensitive proteins called microbial opsins from algae and bacteria, to control neural activity precisely in specific cells within whole living brains as animals run, jump, swim, socialize, and carry out complex behaviors. By the summer of 2009, five years after the initial July 2004 experimental demonstration with microbial opsins in neurons, key challenges in optogenetics were largely resolved and the technique could be easily and generally applied. Although thousands of new insights on the causal neural mechanisms of behavior have since been discovered with this method, optogenetics alone cannot provide another key type of information. A high-resolution picture that furnishes insight into the brain-wide wiring of the individual cells being controlled by light. Linking the big picture of a system to its individual basic components is an aspiration common to many fields of science, although this goal often and appropriately gets sacrificed. Separating out the individual parts of a complex system for isolated analysis has always been essential to science because 
Removing a component from its context allows one to determine which properties are intrinsic and do not depend on other elements. But for a richly interconnected structure such as the brain, taking the system apart, like separating all the threads of a tapestry, is not always the best strategy for understanding and appreciating the big picture. For visualization and labeling, the opaque nature of adult mammalian brains had long dictated the necessity for disassembly, typically via slicing the brain, thus turning the three-dimensional volume of tissue into hundreds or thousands of virtually two-dimensional slices. This process consumes prohibitive amounts of time and expense, especially when many brains are required to produce meaningful statistical results, as is common in the study of mammalian behavior. Moreover, key information is irreversibly lost, because with optogenetics we were already building new functionality within the intact brain.